You're listening to the Ready to Go podcast, where we equip Christians to engage culture with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Ready to Go podcast. I'm your host, John Christensen. Again, joined by evangelist Jeff Framke. Today, we are looking at perhaps one of the most common wrong answers that believers give to the question of why should God let you into heaven? And that is, well, I'm a pretty good person. What do we do when someone doesn't see their sin? and thus their need for a savior. How can we answer the I'm good enough comment in a way that lovingly points them to their need and the answer in Christ? And so Jeff, where where do you take this conversation when when you hear this response? And maybe let's let's talk about someone who uh, would would claim to believe in the Bible. Okay, yeah, um, because that's important to know. Um, So after we walk them through our questions, we can size them up, and then we hear this answer um, of works, you know, at the end. I mean, these, these are the ones we look for. You know, these are um, the ones that tee themselves up, so to speak, using a golf vernacular, um, because, you know, they believe in the Bible to make that claim. So I'll use the Bible um, to show them what the Bible teaches about their, themselves. Um, so it might be start, it might look something like, hey, um, You know, the Bible says in uh, Romans chapter 3 that there's none good, no, not one, that there's none who is righteous, not even one, um, that all have sinned, chapter uh, 3, and fallen short of the Bible. So that's what the Bible says, that we've all sinned, and there's none good. Does that kind of give you a pause (laughs) a little bit? Um, Because you just claimed that you were good, but the Bible says the opposite. And if it's okay with you, I'd like to explore and show you what the Bible reveals about our true self. Is that okay? Okay. Well, I'm going to walk you through the moral standards of God, which are the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments were were given to us, and they're, they're like a mirror that you hold up to yourself so that you can see how God sees you according to his standards, the Ten Commandments. So, the ninth commandment says, thou shalt not you know, ever tell a lie. How many lies have you told? I'm going to go through this kind of quick time. Um, eighth commandment, thou shalt not steal. Have you ever stolen anything? Third commandment, uh, never blaspheme God's name. Have you ever used his name to express disgust, swear a word? Um, and then uh, I do the adultery one where Jesus talks about not to commit adultery, but I tell you, if you ever ever looked with lust, L-U-S-T, you've committed adultery with that person in your heart with your evil thoughts. So I'll walk them through those commandments and I will actually ask them. So, you know, by your own admission, you've admitted to being a liar, a thief, a blasphemer of God's holy name, an adulterer at heart. And quite frankly, it's the same thing with murder. If you've been angry with someone, you know, you're murdering that person in your heart with your evil thoughts about that person. And quite frankly, you're just like everybody else. We've all broken all the commandments, every one of them. So if God judges you by those commandments, are you innocent or guilty? Of course you're guilty, as I am. Heaven or hell? I mean, this is the, that's a tough question because now it's just like they're condemning themselves. But if the Spirit's working, they will say, well, I guess I could see it's, it's hell. Yeah, and it, it has to be because that's based on your performance and my performance. That's what we deserve. Do you see that now? Because now the good news of what God did for you makes sense because he's a loving, merciful, kind God. 
And so he did something, you know, 2000 years ago for us to escape, you know, the punishment and the judgment to come. And that was Jesus. So I, I would go through, you know, the rest of the gospel at that point. So, you know, it's, um, I got to give, you know, credit to a guy that's really helped me in my evangelism walk. And that's Ray Comfort, who's really, his living waters ministry is, I've got so many uh, opportunities for, for everyone to go to that uh, YouTube channel or his website and look at all these. Uh, he's got hundreds of short form videos of witnessing encounters using the law. So I highly recommend that. And it really is one of those things that's uh, caught more than taught. And so when you see someone else doing it, it really makes sense. It's like, oh, that's how that's done. And I, I could totally do that. And I love how well you, you do do that, Jeff. And I really love using that method to the Ten Commandments and even just bringing them through a, a few of them, like adultery and uh, murder and um, stealing and, and, a, and a couple of the big, at least big ones in their mind that are, that are bigger than the other ones. And then what I really appreciate, Jeff, is how you are always using these things to try and move people to the gospel. Can I just ask, too, how, how do you go about this, Jeff, without sounding condescending or arrogant or attacking? Kind of what, what are some of the ways you, you do that? Because obviously you're, <laughs> you are, you're, you're saying, okay, so by your own admission, you're a thieving, lying, adulterating, blaspheming, you know, what, what, go down the list. And then you, know, you pose that heaven or hell question. How, how do you really make, try to make sure that that comes off as gracious as, as possible? Yeah, I, I put a little little spin on uh, the version I even gave you because you know when I take them through the the first uh, couple of ones, lying and, and stealing, I'll point to myself and say I'm a lying thief. What are you? Just to make sure they're tracking. <laughs> and you know I so I point to myself as the lying thief, and then those who admitted guilt, I want to hear that confession that same confession. So we're all in this together. It's, it's the me too. Yep. Me too. Me too. You know, that's, that's, you know, instead of pointing a finger and pointing a finger. Um, I mean, we all suffer with this. We're all in the same boat. Yeah. And I think that really is one of the keys. And I see you doing so well is including yourself in that. And that I think helps take that edge off of it. I'd love to ask you too, Jeff, just, you know, while, while I still have you here, how do you do this with someone who maybe doesn't necessarily believe in the Bible. And I think I think most people, if you're asking them about heaven and they believe in heaven, then they would have some, uh, you know, familiarity with the Bible. So you can use this method. Um, but what what do you do with people who maybe don't, or how how do how do you kind of shape this or use this this method? Yeah, um, you know, to me, um, I know that the gospel, and this is Romans one sixteen. You know this chant by in your sleep. The gospel is the power. It's the power of God for the salvation of all who believe. So ultimately, I want to get to the gospel, um, as you said, and I will use the same method with a person that, you know, doesn't believe in the Bible and believes in like there's a heaven. I'll use the same method, but I, I won't use, you know, Bible terms. So I'm not going to say, hey, let me walk you through the Ten Commandments. <laughs> You know, you could get um, someone tuning out at that point. Um, but I will instead say, hey, um, I've got this great thing. It's called the good person test to, you know, you profess to be good and that's great. 
Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna walk you through this good person test to see kind of how you know you stack up, um, and I'll take it with you too. Is that is that fair enough? Okay. And then I'll. How many lies have you told in your lifetime? So I'm not identifying. Hey, the ninth commandment says you know blah blah blah. Um, and you know again, if the spirit's working, and we know John 16 that the spirit's job is to convict the person of sin, righteousness, and judgment. We use the power of God to do that, to let the spirit work. So we want to instill in that person the standards of God, even though they don't know that those are the standards of God, though they recognize them as the Ten Commandments, but we're not going to you know, offer that up right away. And then let the spirit work. So they can see it's like, hey, man, by your own admission, I mean, you're a liar, you're a thief, you're, um, you know, you're a murderer, you're an adulterer uh, at heart. So does that concern you at all? I mean, those are just, uh, you know, some four questions that I've posed. So, you know, anyway, it's, it's to get that spirit, the spirit of God working in that person through the standards of God. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I love that good person test. I I think it's a great word too, Jeff. Just always reminding us of, and I need this all the time, of, that it's it's God that has to work. You know, we'll we'll plant and we'll water, but it's God who causes the growth. Well, next week Jeff will be with us again, and we are going to begin a short series talking about common worldviews that we encounter, and how we engage them as witnesses for Christ. We'll be starting next week with the worldview of Islam. How do we lovingly share Christ with our Muslim neighbors? And so I hope you'll join us next week. But until then, keep sharing Jesus. Let's go.